Hello, and a Merry Christmas to all the listeners of Conversations Beyond the Pew. And I am your running a mile a minute with trying to get preparations done for Christmas, for the Christmas Eve services, Kara Hildebrandt. And I thought, you know, what better thing to talk about as I'm rushing about, and I'm sure many of you uh, feel this, whether or not you're actually listening to it before Christmas or you've only found time afterwards, this sense of trying to get everything done, trying to have things in a particular order, trying to make sure all the gifts are wrapped or put in a bag, as I so like to do, or trying to make sure you see everybody you're supposed to see or you get everything done so that you can actually take a couple of days off. It's one of these things about there's so much to love about this season, and yet this season of Christmas has sometimes become such a rush, such a stress, that it's hard to slow down and see anything deep about the meaning. It's more of something of survival. And so I thought... As we prepare ourselves or as we're recovering of thinking about how we wish this season of Christmas went, how do we imagine it? What do we wish would have happened or what actually happened? Right? What's the thing that we, if we envision it, if I said, what is your ultimate wish about the way that this Christmas season would work, how it would look for you, and then what actually happened? What was the reality? Are they far apart? Are they close together? Have you found contentment in the way that the season unfolded? And it's kind of interesting to think about this. I was listening to the song by John Legend about what Christmas means to me. Um, It's out on his new Christmas album. And thinking about that, about what does Christmas mean to each and every one of us? And my guess is, as varied as we are as people, we have different thoughts about what it means to us and what things that we think should happen and should not happen. And it kind of made me ponder about what do you wish you could get rid of in this season? Not what you wish would have happened, but what, even looking back, do you wish you could have gotten rid of? Said, you know what, just not doing it. That's just not happening. I don't want to decorate with that. What do we wish that we would have gotten rid of? And even for myself, I really wish that I would just take a few more moments every day to just contemplate how this love, how this love of a child, this perfect love that comes into the world, what it actually means to me, what it actually means for those around me, and how do I even convey that message? Again, it it feels so rushed, and yet, how often do I take even five minutes just to contemplate that love? How do I show that love? How do I 
talk about it? How do I convey it to others? And then this also made me think about, you know, there are things about this season, like maybe we have to show up at a family member's home and we're not too crazy about it, or, oh man, we're going to have to have the crazy food out, or, oh, it won't be Christmas unless we do. But what are those things going beyond? What do we need to get rid of? What do we need to pause for? But also, what do we go along with? And what do we need to stop? So it's that sense of that getting rid or stopping of something, but also, what do we just kind of need to to go along with to get along? Not to say that we do things that are harmful to us or that are unhealthy, although sometimes uh, tasting all those desserts might be, but what are those things that we need to do to just get along? Maybe it is just showing up at a family member's house and just biting our tongue when crazy things are said or um, <laughs> or somebody starts acting like uh, a cousin Eddie from uh, Christmas Vacation. You know, it's, it's one of those things of what... What can I do to bring more meaning to this period of time? Where do where should I be focusing? It's it's easy to slip into the culture around us of we are so focused on consumerism, on making everything perfect, on the holiday has to look like a particular thing that we begin to lose sight of the purpose of this season. And even that has somewhat become a cliche of putting Christ back in Christmas. But in really thinking through, how does this story of perfect love impact? How does it impact as we focus down on this story during this season? Does it really change anything? It does seem that people are more giving in this season. They're more willing to help one another. And then come January, it all ends. And you have to wonder that when we focus on it in such a way that it's like, okay, for this, for the month of December, here's our focus, but it doesn't matter after that. And so really taking into account of not only how does this season draw our focus, how does this season make us see what's very important, make us decide where we need to get along or what we need to get rid of or what we need to take on, but how does this season begin to actually change the way that we live? It's almost like for a whole month we get to practice, and we're practicing how to live a different life. But then come January, we want to change back to the old ways, and yet we've been practicing for a month of where are we focusing. And so how do we begin to carry that through? And it makes me think about how the point of Christmas is to celebrate that a child brought perfect love and that 
often with all of the things, the extras around that, that the purpose of this season is to actually tell that story, to tell the story of perfect love coming into our world, changing everything for us. But all the extra stuff kind of takes over and stifles that. And so if we're wondering why it's so hard to live the spirit of it, we may have to ask ourselves, do we get distracted from that story? Do we get distracted from telling that story? Are we ashamed of that story or embarrassed by that story or, oh, I just don't want to talk about it? But what's interesting is talking about a story of love really can open people up in conversations in ways that we can't imagine. It's not that we're trying to push the way we understand this story on someone else, but instead it opens us up to new possibilities of where are we sharing this story of love? How are we embodying it? How are we talking about it with our children, with our grandchildren, with our great-grandchildren? How are we talking about it with our family and friends? How do we talk about love? Not romantic love. Uh, That often is actually what we talk about if we're going to talk about any type of love. Everybody's very curious. Oh, what's going on in your relationships? But instead, thinking through... How do we talk about love in our lives, about when we experience it and how we hope other people experience it? I'm sure we can all begin to think about stories where love was at the forefront. Even if it was you saw or you helped somebody else out, Right now, there's um, there's a bit of a issue, I guess, at the local grocery stores. Uh, one of the grocery chains, their their credit card machines have gone down, which it's is pretty bad timing, and I feel bad that that's happened. But it's kind of interesting because you're already hearing stories of somebody going, "Oh my goodness, I I didn't have any cash," and the person behind me said, "Don't worry about it, I'll take care of it." How? Are we living that love and sharing that love, not just with strangers, but how is that the center of our conversation on this day? What would it mean for love to be the center of our conversation on Christmas Eve and Christmas? About how, what we would like to see what we hope to see, maybe even commitments about what we're going to try to do in love this year, that we've been practicing this month. And so how is that going to go forward? And it's not to say that it'll all be perfect, it'll all go smoothly, but in a sense of how are we trying to carry this season forward? Not in the rush and the stress of it, but how are we carrying the most fundamental part of the story of Christmas? Because Christmas is about Jesus being born. Like, we can make it about Santa all day long, and then we can wonder why people aren't grateful, why people feel entitled, why all we do is talk about gifts. And as long as we keep our focus somewhere other than the fact that perfect love 
came into the world in a vulnerable child. We're going to continue to find ourselves lacking in fulfillment of being concerned about why everybody, why it's all about the perfect gift or making sure we have the return receipts or, oh my goodness, I can't believe I didn't get. As long as we are not focusing on a story of perfect love coming into the world, that is going to be our byproduct. And so even if you don't consider yourself over-religious or overly spiritual, what would it mean to talk about a story of perfect love or a moment of love? What would it mean to focus down on that today, tomorrow, and then let it carry us through the rest of the year? There's so much fun to be had in this season with getting to see people that we don't normally see, with getting to enjoy foods that we normally don't get to enjoy, or even the joy of being able to give someone a gift and watch their eyes light up. There are little hints here, little moments of what it means to look at, to see the love come about to see it spring forth, but how are we going to take it after tomorrow, after Christmas, and take it forward into the rest of our year? However you celebrate this day, however, whomever is around you, may you find that love, may you share that story of love, and may this season not just be one where we practice it and then, eh, we'll think about it next year again. But instead, it lives on in everything that we do and say. May you have a Merry Christmas. Have a great one.